Welcome to If You Know You Know Therapy with Haley Mayer. Today we're going to talk about the physical aspect of the six dimensions of wellness. The reason I'm starting off here is because this is one of the easiest ones to determine if the need is being met in your, you know, overall wellness. You usually and others around you can usually tell pretty quickly when that need is lacking. The great thing about physical wellness too is that it does often in all different aspects come up as being one of the most basic needs. You look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs and physiological needs come at the very base, which means if we're looking at it from the food pyramid of old, we always know the base was the thing we needed the most of. Okay. And with the food pyramid, along with our physical needs, we learned that that was actually not the case. So we had to do a different thing to learn it more and to know what our needs were. But with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, he has things separated into five categories. We have physiological needs, safety needs, love and belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. We'll go over that at a different time because I just want to focus on the bottom. Physiological needs mean air, water, food, shelter, sleep, clothing, things like that. We won't focus on all of them, but they bring a lot of different things that we need to be taken care of. As far as our physical being of wellness, I'll even add as far as health, these things help with it. But as far as like physical exerting yourself in like working out, playing sports, those physical needs that we have, they, they're pretty much well summarized through there. I love the idea too, of evaluating what your physical needs are. It's not about being the most perfect physically, but it is about, it is about making sure you're embracing just a healthy, wholesome, I think just enriching physical lifestyle. So for some people that is going to the gym tonight happened to be the night that I go to the gym on Tuesdays. I do a high fitness class, which a lovely podcaster that I really look up to and think is amazing has often said all the mean girls do high fitness, but not all the high fitness girls are mean. So I hope to think that I'm in the second part of that equation. So I think one of the things with it is that I found something for me that physically was something I could exert myself in a good way and also be able to notice that I felt a difference after. And I actually, it's not just after and, you know, immediately, it's also the idea that I can feel it during my week. On the weeks that I skip a class that I'm planning on going to, I also go kickboxing on different days. I can feel it. And sometimes it's a feeling of just feeling I don't know, down feeling emotionally having those issues. My physical and my emotional actually interact a lot with one another, but we'll go over emotional next week. One of the big things is though that it is noticing when those things interact with one another. And I'll be honest, my physical probably has a really big impact on all the other five dimensions. But with my physical, making sure that it's taken care of, it's also not just about how I exert myself. That's a big thing that over the years I've gotten better at doing. I was not an athletic kid in high school, really wasn't an athletic kid at all growing up. I did the, you know, required things, played softball, but I definitely was not known for being like a good player. Um, and I think honestly, I, I had a lot of insecurities growing up. I was that kid who refused to wear a bathing suit 
on its own. And I, I mean, luckily board shorts were in. So I was just talking about that with my parents of the idea of like, you know, I had a lot of insecurities and I think we all do at different ages. So I wouldn't say that it was anything that was extreme, but for me, honestly, it wasn't until I was well into my twenties that I started feeling more secure, at least with my physical self and learning more what I could be doing to not just try to adapt to look like the physical thing everyone was trying to obtain, right? But to learn what it was to feel strong, to feel taken care of, to feel that I was taking the most advantage of the the form that I had, which I thought was really helpful. So as far as like the actual physical body need, that was one way I looked at it. Another physical need of mine is nutrition. I've done a lot of different things. I've, you know, adhered to a lot of different things, but nutrition for me, I try not to do too extreme of different things, but I do notice what I put into my body and what helps and what doesn't help. And one of the big things that for me, I found like, especially sugars, I found different things that if I was overloading my body, caffeine has been a big thing, especially Coke zero. Let's just be honest. It is just Coke zero. Um, I love that. And I found though, that if I have too much, what ends up happening is that it first of all, stops working for the intended purpose of keeping me more awake during the day. And in the middle of a session, there's a lot of things I need to be doing often to be able to be empathetic, work with people. And I just need a little help occasionally. And I I'm in a moment right now where I'm limiting my caffeine because I've noticed that if I overuse it, it's it it has a really reverse effect. And I notice my body starting to kind of um do weird things in the sense of like I've noticed it's harder to work out. I've noticed like sweating more, things like that if I overdo it. So being aware of what you're putting into your body, what you're fueling your body with, when you also I'll be honest, I have a physical need to also enjoy my food. So I know some people will say like, you know, sweets and other things like that really, you know, you shouldn't because it's tied with emotions. Personally, one of my physical needs though, is to have some of those things. And it's because I enjoy it. It brings me happiness. And it's not just, I need to overindulge, but having some things during the day, like I joke about it with my friends, um, especially on the other podcast. Um, I really love pastries, okay? Anything flaky, it's right there for me and will always be there for me (laughs) as opposed to other things in my life. Um, And I honestly, a physical need, sometimes I just wanna have a relaxing, nice, calm day and have a nice croissant or have another type of pastry or you know, just something sweet, a little bit of chocolate here or something like that. Again, my physical needs, because I've been able to tune into it, I know how much is okay. And also knowing when I'm going to cross that threshold, and it's actually going to be like a deterrent to my physical needs being met. So that's a balance, but it's okay to accept that. Another thing about physical needs, sleep. Okay. Uh, My coworker, Taylor, is great about talking about sleep debts. Um, if you don't get enough sleep, it's going to continue to build up and you have to repay that sleep debt to a certain degree or else you're really not going to play catch up. And for me, sleep has also been something that a physical need that I've realized, like I have to wind down by 10 30 and 
be in bed and hopefully sleep by 11. And most nights I can do that. Not all the time, but I've noticed when I do that more consistently, my anxiety goes down, depression goes down. It's one of those things where I notice the physical part of my health is definitely looked after. And so we often don't think that, but adequate sleep will often, it, it will often correlate with also making sure that you're in a healthy physical state. Okay. Another physical need, let's go into the idea of taking care of oneself hygiene. Okay. I really appreciate good hygiene and different people. I think we all do. And hygiene is a big physical need. Now I'm not saying you have to go all out. Okay. But getting your physical needs met as far as a hygiene sense, I think is really important as well, because that is important for us. I just the other day, um, well, actually tonight, getting ready for bed, getting ready for things, wash my face every night. It's just part of my habit. And it's something that I do because of physical hygiene, brush my teeth, floss, different things like that. But also even something as simple as like, I, this time of year, my skin is going crazy. Okay. I'm going dry patches. I'm going oily. It's just, especially in my face, it's just all over the place because of the changing weather in Utah, you wake up, it's 40 degrees by the afternoon, it's 90. And then it goes back down to 60 in the evening and then down to 40 overnight. So you get all of it during this time of year and no one knows, and no one's body knows really what to do with that. And so hot flashes every single day. So for me, part of my routine is making sure that A, I'm like washing my face the way I feel like I need to, but also just this idea of, you know, using different treatments, different things, nothing huge, but just enough so that I can, you know, kind of ease the stuff that's going on. I can help make sure that my face feels good. It's not uncomfortable. I'm not feeling like it's in, I wouldn't say pain, but there can definitely be some big discomfort when different things are happening. Like you get acne or dry skin or things like that, where it just doesn't feel good. Um, I feel like that's a big physical need that for me, I do. And I want to make sure that I take care of it. Another thing too, for physical needs, I think doing things like going to the doctor, I go to a chiropractor, I go to, I also get massages. I do things like that where I physically have learned with my body what different things I need to be doing, not to just be over the top, but to also just make sure that I'm taking care of myself. So a big thing with physical needs is that there are so many different areas where we need to be looking at. And unfortunately, what we often do is we look at it and say, well, I'm eating food, I'm getting sleep, and I occasionally go out and get my mail. And I think that's about all I need to do. Or I feel like we go over the top and we all of a sudden have to compare ourselves with everyone else's regiments and making sure that we are comparable. And especially as people in this millennial age range, if we aren't secure in what we need to do for ourselves, we came up in a diet culture. We came up in a culture where it was a one size fit all kind of solution for people. You had to look the certain way. You had to have the same kind of hair. You had to have the same kind of makeup on all these different things that it really wasn't conducive to diversity. And as we've gotten older, I think if anything, the biggest lesson I've learned is that it is so much more accepting to just embrace the diversity, it's so much easier. It's so much more nurturing for us to accept that diversity that we all have. I grew up with really what I thought was frizzy hair and I tried to 
you know, copy and do what everyone else was doing was stick straight hair. Did I sometimes succeed? Yes. However, the majority of the time had the mushroom cut. Okay. It just wasn't working. And as I got older, I remember being in college and my friends saying, oh, you have such cool curly hair. And I was like, what? That's not curly. It's just frizzy. And she showed me I actually had curly hair. Even then though, in the very beginning of college, they really didn't have great curly hair products because it, we were just coming out of the stick straight product. I know this is a really ridiculous example, but as I've gotten older, I've seen just different, even in that small area of curly hair, more embracing of that situation. And now if you know me, I just go curly hair all the time. I just don't even worry about straightening it anymore. And I haven't probably straightened it in about, mm, it's been two years now. And so one of the things that I've learned and I've really appreciated is especially with different physical things, whether it be our diet, whether it be our sleep, honestly, sleep's pretty consistent though. I'll give it that. Okay. We pretty much all need different things, but with different health concerns, I could see that being also maybe specialized. I think with, you know, food, that's a big thing. I have a lot of friends who try different things. I, I will be the first one to say 75 hard is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Just as a therapist, it's so extreme. Do your own version of something, but don't stick to it. <laughs> and I think that that's my biggest thing that I hate about it is yes, you can make choices of food and things like that. But, um, I different workouts for that amount of time. Some people can't that's not good. Like that's not going to help them. And there are different things you need to adapt. And I think when it comes to these kind of one size fits all programs, especially with physical, that's the one thing of learning about the physical dimension of wellness. You need to learn what is for you. And I think the first thing you have to do is yes, look at options, compare what people are doing, get some ideas. I think that's awesome. But then you need to adapt it for what you need to do. And you're going to know what your threshold of growth is, okay? You're going to know what is comfortable and probably is painful and stretching versus, again, going into crisis. You need to make sure that you're aware of that transition. And if you're not aware of that transition, I think that means that you maybe need to cue in about the mindfulness of the project, right? Cue in about the mindfulness of what it was it, what was it that I need to be doing? So physical well-being, it's known for being the easiest, but I think it's also the one that we mess up the most because we just take it at point blank. Let's just do this quick thing. We don't actually look into what it is we need to be doing. And I'm one of those people who still needs to learn more about it, especially as I get older. That's the other thing too. What I did when I was, you know, 15 versus now in my thirties, I need to change things. I had been using, I think all during my twenties, the same, like, you know, face lotion or something like that. And then I started realizing it wasn't working for me and it wasn't really taking care of what I needed. And so I had to, you know, adapt. And we do that And that change part, I think is so important for us to learn because it's not because we're doing it wrong that we have to change. We have to adapt because as human beings, we're meant to adapt. We're meant to survive. We're not meant to stay stagnant. And I even mean that in a physical way. So it's the idea of as we get older, as we learn more, as we're in different situations, we're going to need to decide what wellness aspect, what that means for us. And with physical wellness, that's especially going to be prevalent as we get older. I'm not going to be able to do the same gym classes when I'm older. I'm not going to be able to do the same nutrition at times. That's okay because that's meant to change. 
But what I do need to do and what I do need to be responsible for is learning that as things change, I don't just get rid of that aspect of my wellness. I adapt it so that it works and then I can use it to really help me be able to essentially my body is the physical aspect of wellness. I need to be able to learn how to use it as a tool continually. And that tool doesn't just go away. That that tool doesn't just, you know, it, it can't just stay the same. That tool's going to go through wear and tear and it's going to look a little different and it's going to have different aspects and features. And then I need to learn how to use that tool in the way that it now is. And it's great to remember how it used to be, but I got to also just be embracing and loving of how it is now. So physical wellness, I think that's a really huge part to start with. Um, I would definitely say, take a look at that. Take a look at the areas of physical and notice, do I, you know, do these different things? Am I looking to make sure that my sleep is okay? My food is okay. My water intake is okay. My clothing, my physical appearance, right? Um, Am I making sure that I am taking care of how I use my energy and how I go through that? And I would definitely say, take a look at that and notice what it means for you to have that dimension fulfilled and also what it means to look at what it's lacking and how you could potentially help with that. Hey, thanks for listening. You can find me on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at IYKYK Therapy. You can also find me under the same name on Instagram and Facebook. Please rate, subscribe, and review. And I'd love to hear from you. So drop me a line. Thanks.